You're listening to episode 277 of the She's Building Her Empire podcast. Are you looking to blaze the trail and build or expand your business empire? Welcome to She's Building Her Empire, a place of motivation, inspiration, and innovative business strategies to help increase your income and more importantly, your impact. Follow your purpose while building your empire with your host and business coach, Stacey Tushel. Welcome back to another episode today. So today I have my friend Tiffany Lee Bymaster, also known as Coach Glitter. I have interviewed her before on some Facebook Lives, but never on a podcast. So I wanted to get her on the show because there is just, she's actually spoke at my live event as well back in April in Milwaukee, and everybody was so blown away by what she was talking about. And I want to go a little bit deeper today. She is definitely the expert when it comes to showing up on video, connecting with your audience, especially if it's a small list or no list. How do we get engagement? How do we get that connection? Tiffany is your girl to help you do just that. So I can't wait to share with you just everything she brought. This is such a great episode. You're going to want to get out pen and paper and take some notes. If you're in the car, that's fine, but you're probably going to want to listen to it again because there's just so much good stuff in here. Now, before I jump in, I want to make sure I share the review of the week. So again, thank you guys so much for leaving us those reviews. It helps so much, especially when you know it takes so much time to create some of these podcasts and to hear just your reactions, your feedback. It makes me want to keep going. So I really appreciate that. This one comes from Edita Coaches. Simple, quick, and effective. What I love so much about Stacey's podcast is how direct and simple she makes everything. There's no sugarcoating, but there's a lot of fun and authenticity. Her tips and guests move my day to day life and business forward with little changes in each episode. Love it. Edita, thank you so much. Make sure to reach out to us at social at stacytushel.com. You are going to be able to pick out something from our store as being our featured review this week. So again, thank you so much. All right. If you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to welcome you um, to the show with Tiffany Lee Bymaster today. So Tiffany, I just want to quickly have you introduce yourself a little bit. Everybody knows that you, we are in a mastermind together. I always say, Tiffany and I will be together and we'll take a million pictures. Like, okay, that's enough pictures of you. They get, we're friends. We have to make all yes. Pictures and boomerangs. Yes. So fill us in just a little bit your backstory um, and kind of what you teach today, what you teach online, and we'll just kind of, we'll cruise. I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you. Me too. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I have been in the online space for just a little over four years. Prior to that, I came from the production world. I was the girl behind the scenes. I was um, a professional makeup artist, wardrobe stylist, and set designer. And I worked in film, television. And then I started working with some of the biggest names in the online marketing space. And it opened up my eyes to this world that I didn't know was possible for us regular people who are not celebrities or had millions of followers. And that is when I realized, why not me? Why couldn't I do this? And so I started tiptoeing into first personal development and then business development. And in the last four years, I've made a slow transition. It wasn't like the sharp left turn where I quit my production work. I still do it to this day. I have a handful of production shows I work on a year. I have a handful of my favorite clients that I still style and do makeup for. But now this year in 2018, I am probably about 95% 
10% of my overall business comes from the online marketing space, which is crazy pants for me because I could have never predicted that I'd be doing what I'm doing today just five years ago. But that's the beauty of the era that we live in today. And I love that we can literally create whatever the heck we want if we just become slightly enough and just go for it. And I've just come to realize that the possibilities, especially being in a mastermind with you and all of the other brilliant people in the room, there are so many things that we can do if we just go after, if we stop playing small, if we stop saying, why not me? And this is only for everybody else. It's so not true. And so I have now in my online business, I love being a business mentor, a business coach. I still feel a little weird saying that, but it is what I do. And that's what I do. And I love the people that I coach. I teach entrepreneurs. I'm obsessed with teaching entrepreneurs the thing that I had to learn, which was to get over your dang fears, get yourself in front of the camera and do live video. And you know, my business exploded because when I first started online four years ago, I was not on camera. I was live video didn't even exist yet. Not the way that we know it. It was because of Periscope and then Facebook Live that when I started doing live video with intention and a purpose and a plan, my business and my brand exploded. And that's what I teach today. I'm obsessed with helping entrepreneurs become amazing on camera. I love that. So you know what's interesting that I never really realized until you just said it was when I started my online business, it was right when Periscope was already around. So I came into the space just knowing that live video was something we had to do. I kind of, it was my expectation. Whereas when you were in this space, you actually saw it all of a sudden happen. You didn't have to do that when you first got into it. No, it's crazy. I think it was August. It was three years ago. Like it's crazy. It's not, it hasn't been that long. And I love that when you look at the entrepreneur space that every year that goes by, like entrepreneur years are like dog years. And so a lot can happen fast. And I feel like this year things have been happening even faster than I'm even used to. I was like, where the heck did the summer go? I can't believe it's already almost September at the time of this recording. And I'm still stuck in May. Like what the heck happened? (laughs) I wish it was May. I wish we were heading into summer. So yeah, so that's so funny they say that. And it, it is interesting to hear that live videos really only have been around for about three years where we could be actively participating, having our own feed, our own channel. So when you think about people saying they feel behind, they haven't gotten into it yet. It's funny because video isn't going anywhere. It'll be around forever. And we're only in bigger year. Right. So we're still in like the baby phase and baby stage of what live video is going to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you guys look back to, I don't know about you guys, but I was say to myself, had I known then what I know now about YouTube, I would have started. It's good to be an early adopter, but I don't want you to say to yourself, even though as fast and furious that social media moves and changes, live video is still a a little tiny itty bitty baby. And so it's not too late. It's never too late to do anything, even YouTube, but jump in now. It is not too late. I kind of had the thought because I've been teaching my course, Lights, Camera Branding, for two years now that I've had over 1,600 students go through it. And I had the incorrect mindset up until just a few days ago (laughs) that most people are not brand new to live video, that most people are comfortable, that the pain point that I was addressing two years ago was that horrific amount of fear that people that that's what kept people from doing live video. And I incorrectly assumed, which is why you should never assume, poll your people, ask people, survey, talk to humans. And I learned just recently how that's so not true. 
that I had assumed incorrectly, that that's still a huge fear. And there are people who have done live videos, but they're not doing it consistently because they simply do not know how to create great content they think, but really the true problem is all in their heads in between their ears. Like most of our fears, our issues, our problems, our stumbling blocks, it's not real, but yeah. it's the mindset that we have around we're not good or we're not good enough and who's watching or I don't have an audience and I want instantaneous fame and we're getting messed up by all the wrong things. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing too. There's probably people listening that have never gone live yet, right? Which sounds crazy to us because it's Still such tons. a norm. Yes. But, but what's funny is it's probably the majority of people that haven't gone live yet. Then you have people that not only have they not gone live, but then there's this next round that have gone live a couple times, but they're, they're not consistent. They haven't done it in you know, months or a while back, right? So one thing that I have noticed too is there's a few different types of people or different levels they're at with video. They either have never gone live, right? A majority of them are still wondering, should they do it? What would they talk about? All those fears that you just said. Then people that have done it before, but they are not consistent, right? They've they've done it. Maybe they've done it once and they've never gone back. They're scarred. And then you've got the people that are doing it. Maybe they are consistent, but they're kind of winging their content and there's no rhyme or reason. And I think we're going to address all three of those types of people today as we're chatting, correct? Absolutely. And those are the three main categories that people fall into when it comes to video. Okay. So let's kind of dive in a little bit and discuss what are those big fears? What, how can we move forward so that people can just kind of get out of their own way and realize that this is, this got to be a way for us to get out there and be visible? Here are my two best tips on beginning and overcoming the fear. And really, you cannot wait for this magical day to appear where all of a sudden the fear disappears because I can tell you, Stacy can tell you that everything that we do in our business, especially the new things, it comes with fear. And fear, I have learned to completely reinterpret interpret what fear is doing for me. Fear is there to protect you. Fear is there to be your guide. Fear is the thing that helps you to remember to stop and look left and right before you cross the street so you don't get run over. Fear shouldn't be something that holds you back. It just wants to keep you safe. But we know that in business and in life, the good things don't happen when we're safe in our comfort zone. And so the number one tip I can give you to show up and keep doing it despite the fear, with the fear, is to remember why you are doing it in the first place. Why are you showing up online? Why are you, you know, consistently creating content? Why do you dare to get over your fears and do it with the fears to be on video, whether it's recorded or the live? And that is because it's not about us. It is about them. And if you are truly here to build a business where you're working with other people, other people who have a head and a heart, we are here to serve. And so the thing that I always remember when I get on stage and I am shaking like a chihuahua or I am just freaked out about doing something brand new, a brand new offer, putting myself out there, that I remember this is not about me. If I get the privilege of helping just one person then that's why I do it. So I really focus on who am I serving? Literally, if you have to take a photo of your favorite customer that you already work with, a favorite client or your ideal customer because you don't have them yet in real life, this is how you get them. Take a photo. To even cut out you know, someone that represents that person out of a magazine. Put it right next to your phone when you go live and remember why you are doing this. It is more, it is such a 
it's so much more than about you. It's mm-hmm. about putting your, out, yourself out there so you can help the right people. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I also think people want to just go deeper with you. I recently had somebody on Instagram direct message me and she said that she had found me from Alexa. We have that flash briefing. She heard uh-huh. my flash briefing and then said on, through, through direct message on Instagram, she said, I came over here because I wanted to put a face with the name, right? They, wanna, they don't want to just hear you. They don't want to just read your blog. They want to connect with you. And video is just the absolute best way and the fastest way they're going to do that. Absolutely. You get to build that all important. We hear it all the time, the know, like, and trust factor. Yeah. And I know without a doubt that the reason why I've been able to build my business so much faster in the last three years than in the first two years is because I added live video to that element. I show up. People get to decide really, really quickly, so much faster than any number of written posts. Even the blogs that I've been, I've been writing a blog for over seven years. And the impact, the impact that I've been able to make through video is a bajillion times bigger than I could ever do yeah. with all of those photos or the, the written posts and all the other content that I was putting out there that I still put out there, but it's a supplement to the video. The video is where people can get to know, like, and trust you. They can also decide if you're not for them and that is good too. That is great because now, now you're able to create a spot, open up that seat to the person who is a right fit for you. And we have to know that we're not the right fit for everybody. And that's not a personal thing. doesn't mean you're bad or you're good. It just means that we know that we are not for everybody. And by being on video, we can get and attract and keep more of those people that need what it is that we do so much faster than any other medium out there. I want to ask you, how often are you going live and where are you showing up? And when we're talking video, are we talking live video or just video in general? So I know you do a lot of recorded video. I don't. I do some repurposing of my live video, but for me, when I'm talking about video, it is live video. Okay. And that is still predominantly what Definitely. I am doing. There's lots of things I could be doing, should be doing in my business, will be doing in the near future. But right now with my focus, it's still video. So on average, I'm going live once a week on my Facebook page. I make it a show and I'm getting better about cre- like committing to a specific date and time. Okay. I haven't done that yet but a lot of people have, but it's usually one of two days during the week, Tuesdays or Wednesdays. And I'm consistently on my page at least once a week. I pre-advertise, and I don't mean by paid advertising, but I let people know I'm going live ahead of time. You can use your email list to do that. I cross-promote depending on if I'm on Instagram is my second favorite platform. Facebook is my first. And it's going to be different for everybody. It depends on where your ideal customer hangs out. And for me, it's Facebook and Instagram. But I think for my business, even though I have a bigger following on Instagram and you can get, you can feel really popular with the vanity numbers, but you have to know where your business is being built. And for me, it's still Facebook. Okay. Instagram's coming up super, you know, right there, right behind yeah. it, especially with all the changes recently, but it's always changing. Um, but I cross advertise. So I go once a week on my Facebook business page consistently throughout the whole year. And then I go live in my paid groups um, at least once a week. And I've okay. got two different 
groups for that, depending on the time of the year. And I do a lot of trainings inside other people's groups, but I'm showing up in video in some way at least three times a week. Okay. I'm still playing around with Instagram live and I um, can't wait. Reminds me yeah, the early days of Periscope when the video yes. quality wasn't so great. You can't get on all the time. There's, it's glitchy, but you know what? It is that way for everybody. So okay. there's no expectation of perfection, which is true for all video, right. all live video especially. But on Instagram, I'm still playing with that. So my goal is to go live once a week on Instagram. Okay. So your goal is once a week. Is it a consistent day and time or are you just showing up whenever? It's not a consistent day and time. Okay. It should be. But on Facebook, I'm going live either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. We're going to lock that in. I know that's an area of improvement for me. I'm all about We're, baby we steps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I want people to hear this. Like, I love that it's yeah. just the two of us are chatting. We're friends. We're just going to kind of dig into it. And I want you just to hear the behind the scenes of this. So I love yeah. that you're being super honest. And you're like, I want to do this. But right now, here's where I'm at, which is I'm perfect. doing it, which is the goal. Now I'm going to yes. do it better. Yeah. Which is have a committed show, like a committed yeah. show where you're showing up the same date and time, day of the week and the time of the day. So that is the next goal. How do you feel about going live on both platforms at the same time? I think very few people do it well. And okay. I think what ends up happening with most people and everyone's different, but when I've seen it, I feel like your attention is only partially on both mm -hmm. platforms. Definitely. Even if you get your cameras lined up, you know, you have to have two different cameras and there are some third party software out there where it allows you to go live across multiple channels, but it doesn't work for Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so it might be other places that you can do that. But in general, you need two different devices to go live simultaneously. Even if you have the camera, camera, I always call it, look at the camera hole. If you have the cameras <laughs> lined up, it still looks like part of your attention is on one platform and then other parts of your attention is on the other platform. And it leaves your audience feeling like you're not completely there on all the platforms that you're right. going live simultaneously. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Um, if someone is really, really great at making their audience feel like they are getting the attention 100%, then do it. But for sure, I don't recommend it for people who are newer to the live video. I personally don't do it. I don't think that I do that well. Instead, I choose one platform at, platform at a time and I go all in. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're talking specifically about Facebook and Instagram, the live videos there look so different as well, as well as the capabilities of what you can do on both. So I, I just like to focus on one thing at a time. I think that's something that I've become really good at. And so rather than do two things kind of halfway, I'd rather do it individually 100%. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I feel like for some reason, I really want to get good at Instagram going live on Instagram. However, yeah. it's just something just doesn't feel like it does on Facebook. And it's been a slower start for me. And even when I did my 30 days in a row of going live, I bet I only went live on Instagram maybe seven times out of the 30 because it just, it feels different to me. So I'm still trying to learn and navigate it as well. I'm not giving up on it, but I want to no. get better at it too, for sure. So interesting. And, and you, you know why that is true? Because it's the same for me. It's because because we're already comfortable on Facebook. I know. Instagram's newer for us. It yeah. feels different. It looks different. Yep. And it's just because we're more comfortable on Facebook. So I'll call you out. You can call me out okay, and we'll challenge perfect. each other to do more Instagram <laughs> because yeah. 
it's part of it is, is it an ego thing or is it just a comfort level thing? When I go live on Instagram, it's crickets compared to my Facebook. Totally. Crickets. And I hate that. I'm like, there's only me three too. guys and they're spamming me saying inappropriate <laughs> things. And I want to Oh, I'm jealous. I don't even get the spammy weirdo guys. It's so quiet. <laughs> And whereas I get so much, my engagement on my Facebook is ridiculous, but on Instagram, it's because I don't do it consistently. I don't show up for my audience, even though I have a way bigger audience on Instagram than I do Facebook, that I need to nurture them. And that takes time and consistency. So I'll call myself out. The reason why I'm not doing as well on there is because I haven't gone through the early, yucky, muddy stages that we all need to regardless of the platform. And I know that we can both leverage Instagram so much better. So we'll challenge oh, each yeah. other. Okay, we're going to challenge all of your listeners. Perfect. I, so, challenge accepted on my end because I do want to get better for sure. Yes. So, okay. So, and you're right. It's the consistency. It's, we're not loving it. So we're not, because we're not loving it. We're not doing it because we're not doing it. We're not getting results. So hello. Right. Okay. Exactly. All right. Big takeaway right there for me. All right, I want to take a quick moment to thank one of our sponsors. So our sponsor today is Care Of, and it's a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplement packs right to your door. Now, I don't know about you, but I am completely overwhelmed with everything we need to do just to keep our bodies healthy. And when I found out that 90% of people fall short of the FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient, I realized I don't know what I don't know. And that's why I love Care of fun quiz they have on their website. They ask these questions and then give a suggested monthly package completely customized to you. The best part is it comes right to your door every 30 days and can be modified at any time. They are already in convenient daily packs, which is great if you're on the go like me a lot. Now, for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code EMPIRE. Again, go grab that 25% off your first month at TakeCareOf.com and just use the promo code EMPIRE. All right, let's jump back to today's episode. Now that we know kind of how often you're going live, when you're coming up with content, you know, especially when you're, you're heading into a launch or you're in between launches, I want to talk a little bit about strategy here. And a lot of people ask me, are you winging this? Do you have, you know, are you prepping this? What, what does that look like for you? Oh, there is no winging. It is so intentional. I truly believe everything that we do in our life and our business, that 90% of it, not even 80, 90% of it needs to be planned with room for white space and flexibility. And we do it in pencil with a giant eraser. But there is so much pre-planning to that happens in order to create those successful launches. So a launch could be a product, a service. It can even mean your brand new website. Whatever it is that you're launching, if you want traffic, if you want to attract more people who need that thing that you're creating, that cannot happen by accident. And you can't just announce that it's available the day it's available. (laughs) So I absolutely know and believe from my own results that I've had from relaunching the same course over and over and over again, we're about to go into our sixth launch in two years for the same course. Mm -hmm. And I know that every time we relaunch it, we lengthen the amount of time we prepare for it. And our mutual coach, James Wedmore, he's always saying the longer the runway, the more successful the launch. And I think he got that from Stu McLaren actually. So So all these geniuses are pouring into us with what works. Winging it, especially for the larger launches, you 
I mean, there's easy ways to do certain things. You can do an email launch, but if you're doing a live launch and you're going for the whole thing, you're going for the full shebang and the big wins, then you got to set it up earlier. You have to warm up your audience, which reason number two why I love Facebook Live so much is that my cost per leads, my overall Facebook advertising costs and my Instagram costs are so below the average, less than a third of what the average is right now, maybe even more, that my cost per leads are so low because I'm constantly working on building engagement, not popularity or vanity numbers, but engagement. I don't care how big or how small my numbers are on, are on my Facebook Live, I'm getting them to engage. And what does Facebook want? They want great content creators like us. They don't care about the numbers either, but are we helping them have a great experience on Facebook? And the longer they stay on your platform, the longer they stay on your video, the, the more they create engagement. Engagement is the likes, the comments. Comments are huge and the shares. They don't care how many people are on the video. They want to know how big your engagement is. And that is so easy to do with live video. It's hard to get them to engage so much with a post. Like you can do those little, you know, tricky things like show me how your day is with your favorite GIF or, you know, like throw down some emojis. I mean, that gets some engagement and yeah. you'll get some comments, sometimes big, but with live video, with the small audience, you could still get so much engagement, which in turn, when you do launch, Oh my goodness, you're building your audiences. You're not relying on figuring out what does my ideal customer, what, do, what are their likes? What magazines do they read? Like all of those like um, uh, ways to target people that you're not just figuring out who else do they watch and you're not relying on just that. You actually have a cold audience that you can warm up super quick through live video and in turn, that will lower your cost for your Facebook, Instagram ads. That alone should be a reason why you're doing consistent video. Yeah. I was just like, okay, I love this. Now tell me what are some, what are a couple just quick questions or things that you say to get people to engage? Because I know somebody listening is saying, but I've tried that and nobody says anything, right? So what do yes. you do? So in the beginning stages, we all start off with nobody, with nothing, and we're kind of <laughs> just speaking to ourselves, which is fantastic. I want to encourage all the people who are brand spanking new to live video to know that is normal and it won't be that way forever. And the good news is that nobody's good on video in the beginning. I was terrible through my first 50, 75 videos. Know that it's a skill. It's like learning to ride a bike. It's, or even more than that, really. It's like learning to play a new instrument or learning a brand new language. It takes time. So it's a blessing when you don't have a lot of people in the beginning, when you don't have a huge audience because it's your practice time. And as you get better and more confident and your content is more engaging, that's when you also start to simultaneously build more audiences. We all start with zero. So number one, that's normal. The way that you get better is through repetition and practice and constant improvement. Watch your videos back. See where you can lovingly improve one thing at a time, not 10 things. Let's work on one thing a week. And as your content gets better, you really have to, again, it's not about you. This is not about the you show and what you did for lunch and where you went, who you saw. Everything that I do, I constantly take my experiences, the things that I'm doing, the things I'm learning, the people I know, the places I'm going. But there's always that. And how is that important to my audience? So I always make it about them. My written content, my video 
content, I always remember it's, I get rid of the I. It is not about me. Mm-hmm. It is about them. So you, 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 you. I'm always focusing on my use, which is my audience. How do I make it about them? How do I take the things I learn and make it about them? So I prepare none of this rarely. 90% of the time, my live videos, my, my online content in general, I don't wing it. I don't wing my launches. It is prepared. And so I don't sit for hours and hours and days and days coming up with this stuff, but once a week and Sunday's my prep day. So late Sunday afternoon is how I prepare for the week. That way I have a game plan. As soon as I get up early Monday morning, I know exactly what to do. I'm not figuring it out on Monday. That's what works for me. Some people like doing that on Fridays, but what I do is number one, the thing that hardly anyone out there in the entrepreneur world does when it comes to content creation, I review what I've already created. So I look back to the last week or two to review what I've created, all my content on Instagram and Facebook takes me less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I figure out it's really eye-opening when you go back to see what content, what copy, what images, what video topics resonated the most with your audience. Oftentimes we just post and we ghost. Where the heck do we ever, you know, where, where do we go? We just constantly focus on the next content, creating new content, which is really overwhelming. So what I do is I constantly repurpose, recycle what worked great the first time. It works great again. And it works great the 50th time. And if you repeat that topic on live video, guess what? Not once have I ever had anybody say, oh my gosh, you're talking about that again? No, we need repetition. We need to hear things. Plus, you're always building a new audience. They didn't hear it the first time, even if they did follow you. And the most important part, which is such another huge sigh of relief for all the business owners out there, you will never deliver the same content topic exactly the same multiple times. It will always come out different. You'll have different points. So. Number one, go back to see what worked. Yeah. One thing that I love that you're saying with this is how you're just, you know, you've put out content already. So let's see what, what people are liking, what's resonating with them. One thing that we are starting to do is have this 90 day rotation of our our really popular, um, whether it doesn't have to be Facebook live, but our really popular posts. We're just trying to really make sure we bring these things back. But same thing with lives. When you have a really great, you know, um, popular post for September. Like I just did one getting back into the swing of things, getting back into fall. That is something we wrote down that should happen every single year in August because that was a really well-received Facebook live. It's something Mm -hmm. that not only will, like you said, next year, my schedule may look completely different. I will have evolved over the next year and I want to share what's different for me now and how I'm prepping to get back into the school year. So I think there's so much gold in just repurposing the things that you've already done that people are loving. And another thing you said that was huge was take the I out of it, right? So people don't care how you went from this to that. They want to hear, how do I go from that to, you know, this to that? Like they want to hear all about themselves. And we just keep talking about our story. But if your story doesn't resonate with your client or your potential client, there's going to be a huge disconnect. So that was a huge thing. Amen. And hallelujah. If you guys (laughs) just start changing how you reframe the exact same stories and the learning lessons and the stumbling blocks and all the things that you're experiencing, and you add, that additional part that most people don't do enough of, make your customer the hero, not you. Mm -hmm. It has to be about them because we just live in the kind of society that if we can't see, picture ourselves in your shoes, then they're going to find another pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. So you have to put your life stories, your learning lessons, and not make it about the you show. 
figure it out so that you can say, and this is how you could do it too. That's how your audience will begin to resonate with you. And that's how you start to get more engagement. And that's how you learn more. You get into the heads of your, like the mindset, their stumbling blocks. You literally walk in their shoes now. And that's going to make you so much more powerful. It's going to help you do whatever it is that you're creating. So much more powerful to just be able to get into their heads so that you know how to serve them better. You're not guessing. Right. You're really thinking like them and they're thinking like you. And that is where that mutual, you know, resonation is going to happen. So it's so important to do that. And in the beginning, it's all about, here's what I ate for lunch. Nobody cares. Here's what I did. I'm so successful. Guess what? Also, nobody cares unless you can make it about how they can do it too. Yeah, definitely. Well, and here's the thing. You could probably go back right now and look at all of your posts, all of your lives, and you've probably, a lot of us have done the I stuff. So go take that and just repurpose those into the you story, right? And you've got new content ready to come out. I absolutely. And I've had my students go through that where they go through their posts and they literally look at how many eyes there are and how they can rewrite the copy to have more use. And then just looking at your insights. I mean, there's so much data that Facebook and Instagram want to give you. They give you, but nobody ever clicks on that insights button. So it's on there. If you have a business account, on Facebook um, or on Instagram, there's this lovely button called the insights and it gives you much more information, by the way, another tip, there's much more detailed information if you look at it through the desktop version versus the Facebook app. It gives you charts and whatever like makes you excited about looking at those numbers. Even if you're not a numbers person, it's telling you exactly what's working the best. So repeat those things before you just focus on creating more and more new, new, new. No, as we get to know our clients and our, our customers better, as we get to get more confident in our own brand. And in the beginning, it's so normal to have this to not be able to pinpoint even what your elevator pitch or your opening statement, your introduction, or how people introduce you. The, the more broad we are and the less niche down we are, the, the less success we probably have in our business. I was there too. It took me like 10 minutes to explain what I did. But now as I know who I'm serving, who I'm not serving, what I do and how I help people, it's literally like a six word sentence. And I've been able to refine it because of the work that I've been doing day in, day out, year after year. It took me a while to do that. And live video has forced me because every time I'm on video, I don't assume anybody knows me. I assume that every single person's new and I introduce myself as well as the topic that I'm sharing right from the get-go. So those are skills that develop over time. But there's so many reasons why live video is so powerful. It's going to boost your confidence. It's going to help you you get to know your audience better. It's going to help your audience get to know you better faster. They're going to make a faster decision whether they want to work with you, take it to the next level. Also, it's it's kind of like dating, right? It's All like right. the fast, fast way of doing speed dating online for entrepreneurs. And of course, especially with Facebook Live, it's going to bring your ad costs down. And when you do get ready for that launch and you do that long runway and you do those live videos and you start changing the content because you know it's going to be geared towards what it is that you're ultimately selling soon, that you're going to be offering to your audience, that that engagement is going to be even bigger and you're going to have a warmer audience fast, which is always going to convert faster than a straight, very expensive cold audience. 
Yeah, definitely. And I, I want to ask you too, because you do a lot of interviews and then you do a lot of solo stuff. How do you, do you have, is there a strategy behind that? Is there a certain amount that you're trying to do or is it, is it just doesn't matter if the content's right, you put them in there? Explain that. It's both. So I think when I'm looking at content that I'm not the leading expert in, and we're not the leading ex- expert in, you can't be in everything, right? right? We all have our focus. So there are topics that I'm not the expert in. So I love bringing in my friends to do that. And number one, I personally enjoy it. And I think most of my students have really come to learn to enjoy doing dual broadcasts or even having three, four people on the screen. It also looks different than all of the solo live videos that you see on Facebook. Yeah. And so especially on Instagram, I love that you can bring people on. It's still super glitchy, but you know what? It is for the pros as it is for the people who need to do it more consistently like you and I. Mm -hmm. But I love the fact that you can bring people on. It's different. And anytime we can be different than what's expected, it's eye-catching on the scroll on Facebook when you see more than one person on the screen. And it's also just more fun. I love doing it's, it. I love doing um, interviews. I get to pretend, you know, I'm uh, an interviewer on some show. Um, <laughs> You're on talk show. You know, like my own talk show. And the yeah. thing is, this is the new media, live streaming, and it is the new networks. And mm-hmm. just like podcasts are. So this is our opportunity. Just like I said in the very beginning, if you say to yourself, gosh, I wish I knew about YouTube way back when, before it got so highly produced and, and in the beginning stages to be an early adopter. Well, that's what we have right in front of our hand in front of our faces. The opportunity to jump into live video now is huge. And so that's up to you, whether you're going to do it or not, but literally opportunity is knocking at your door. And so that's what I love about live video. I love doing, there's so many things that you can do with multi-person interviews. What's the service you use? I want to make sure everybody knows that too. Oh, I I use BeLive and there's lots of third-party apps out there. For me, I'm always thinking of my ideal customer who's not a techie. They just want to be able to do things excellent, but they don't want to spend a ton of time learning all of the tech. So I use BeLive and it's for me, I've, I figured out the tech stuff. There's not a lot of tech, but right. one of the best tips I can give you is that to uh, host a BeLive video, you got to do it from a desktop or a laptop. It doesn't work from your phone or your app. You can go on it from the app if you're a guest, but not as the person who's the host. And so regardless if I'm doing solo videos or duo videos or have four people on there like I do on my on my launches, I bring in all my testimonials. It's an incredible way for my testimonials to speak on their transformations, which is so much more powerful than me talking about how great my program is. Nobody cares. But when the actual students talk about it, so much more powerful. I literally have like 10 people waiting. I have four four of them on the screen at the same time. Kind of looks like Brady Bunch where you have four (laughs) people on the screen. It's awesome. It has crushed during our launches. So I I do all of that through BeLive. Super, super easy. My number one tip with video in general is check out your Wi-Fi speed or your internet connection. And the beauty of using a third party like BeLive is that you can hardwire, meaning you take an ethernet cable, you connect it to your modem router, like the, you know, it's like a phone hookup and it goes right into your laptop. And it's always going to be stronger, consistent connection versus Wi-Fi, 
which is it could be super strong, then all of a sudden you're super pixelated and, and then you have no sound. Wi-Fi is not consistent, even mm -hmm. if you have really strong Wi-Fi. So you can go do a free test online, go to speedtest.net. I'm not affiliated with them. I was anyways, like, wow, it's free. okay. <laughs> yeah, go to speedtest.net. And from the area that you go live from, whether it's Instagram or, and they have a version for your phone as well, so you can test your phone speed. My router is so far away from where I go live in my studio and there's too many walls. The more walls you have, it's going to, it's going to ruin your Wi-Fi connection. It's going to slow it down. So that is why I uh, hardwire anytime I get a chance. I wish we could hardwire to our phones, but we cannot. Yeah. It only works to a desktop or a laptop, which is why, you know, with Instagram, it tends to not be such um, a great connection. It's also the platform that's not so great. Just like the early days of Periscope, it'll get better. Yeah. But I make sure you test yeah, what I did you not want. Know that. That's such a great tool. Yeah. It's not the download speed. Everyone thinks it's the download speed. You want a minimum of 10 Mbps. And I forget what that stands for. And I, it's not megabits. <laughs> that's for music, but it's Mbps. Um, megabits per second. That's what it, I, I wanted to say beats. It's megabits per second on the upload. So you want at least 10 Mbps on okay. the upload. I the download's not important. I, I am checking that out. Okay. That was amazing. Now I like that you talked about interviewing clients, but I also love having to be like right now, Tiffany and I are friends. So I could just say, Hey, Tiffany, come on the show. And she'll say yes. But let's say I didn't know <laughs> Tiffany. Okay. Let's say uh -huh. I don't know her. If, she, if I can ask her, approach her, if I have an audience that she wants to be in front of, it's going to be an easier yes when you don't know somebody, right? So you get yeah. access to these incredible people that you maybe wouldn't get access to, or sometimes you would have to pay hundreds of dollars an hour just to talk to them. And now you have this like free access, free connection. So I think this is such a great opportunity to be able to interview people on my video because it gives you that platform. You don't need a podcast anymore. You can actually, everybody has access to this now. Right. And I love that for those of you who do have podcasts, like you're listening to one right now, there's so many huge benefits of podcasts. I don't have one. I like to call myself a professional podcast guest. <laughs> so I don't love, I don't want to have my own right now. I Again, was just going to put you on the spot and say, are you going to get one? Because I'm kind of shocked you don't no. have one. I know, but I love, I'm so laser focused right now for the rest of this year, just on live video, but you know, I never say okay. never. But so right 2019, now 2019, <laughs> everybody mark your calendars. Possibly. Yes. Um, but what I love is that you could do a very similar show through yeah. video. People don't have to see you on the video to get the benefits of it. Um, and the people who have podcasts who don't have huge audiences, I think the way to promote your podcast is through live video. I think definitely. the way to promote anything is through live video. And so it gives them a different option. There's definitely benefits of being literally in people's ears and right into their heads while they are multitasking, doing, you know, like folding the laundry or doing the dishes and listening to you where sometimes with live video, they feel like they have to actually sit and watch you. Although I encourage my people, as long as you're not driving that, yeah, just go ahead and listen to the video. You don't even have to see me on camera. But um, if you have a podcast or anything, a blog, some kind of consistent weekly content that you're creating and cross promote that with your live videos, you're going to get more people onto those platforms. So good. Okay, Tiffany, we went way over, but you have been so Always. good that I just want to keep <laughs> asking you questions. 
So you guys, if we haven't convinced you, you've got to either get on my video, if you're already on it, are you still winging it? Are you bringing strategy and intention like Tiffany said? Everything has been so good. This is a podcast you're going to want to listen to again because there was a lot of like big pieces, just golden nuggets in here. So Tiffany, before we go, where can everybody find out more about you? I want you to talk. I believe you have a challenge coming up soon. So I want you to share more info on that. Just give us all the good stuff. Yes, I have a challenge coming up depending. On when you're listening to this podcast, we are starting day one of my free five-day live video confidence challenge. I name it that with a purpose because it really is about no matter what level or experience you are at currently with video that I'm going to help boost it times 10 at least. That's my promise to you. And you're going to learn how to do video without winging it and with intention and a purpose. So we do a five-day free live video challenge just twice a year. This is the last one for this year. I don't know when, if we'll be doing them in 2019. Um, and so I want to invite you guys to that. If you're listening to this prior to that happening, it's starting on, on September 17th. 2018. Otherwise, you can find me everywhere online on Facebook, on my website. I'm Coach Glitter, coachglitter.com. That's my central hub. You can get more information about the challenge there. You can get on the wait list if you are interested in learning more specifically about live video. I've got lots of goodies on my website there, but you can find me on Instagram. I love to talk to people through DM there. And on Facebook, I do my live video at least once a week. And again, I'm Coach Glitter everywhere. So it's, it's super easy to find me. All right. Perfect. You guys, I'm a big fan of challenges and Tiffany really is good at actually getting you to implement and finish the challenge. So make sure you guys go check it out. We'll have all the links in the show notes. Again, Tiffany, thank you so much for being here. As always, so much fun to hang out with you. Loved it. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of She's Building Her Empire. Be sure to join the free Facebook community at she'sbuildingherempire.club. For more free content, videos, and rock-solid business advice to build your purposeful business and take it to the next level, please visit she'sbuildingherempire.com. We look forward to helping you build your empire, create an everlasting impact, and live the life of your dreams. Until next time.